Welcome back to the fourth episode of Food and Franklin. One of the most popular podcasts about food on the Franklin Avenue corridor. Certainly the top top five or six uh, local food podcasts for this area of Crown Heights, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're back. We had sort of a, a hiatus, about three-month stretch. You know. Took a little time off. We, we allowed the sort of desire of our fans to build up. Right. And that's when we drop the new episode. Yeah, it was something we wanted to build up enough uh, sort of hype about it. We want to let the old one, you know, it's like in your favorite group has yeah. been an album for three or four years. You kind of get excited, you know, you're the Exactly. Back. There's a lot of viral buzz um, online sure. and also in person around the neighborhood and probably throughout the rest of America as well. Yeah, right. Um, I don't talk to people in every state, but you have to assume that since it's on the World Wide Web that uh, there's a lot of people waiting to hear more. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't know where all our fans are, it's true, but yeah. the fans that I've heard from, they've asked a lot of questions, like, where's yeah. that podcast you do, where should I eat? Right, food, so people want to come to Franklin Avenue. Uh, I actually did have a friend email me asking where to eat in Franklin Avenue, and I said Mayfield. If they had really? listened to the podcast, they would have known that would have been our top right. choice. But. It's easier to just listen to the episodes of the podcast one after the other than to try to contact us directly, because we right. have things to do preparing sure. for the next it's podcast a, it's is time bit, consuming right it's a little bit rude because we've already done this we've already taken the time to rank recommendations right. in very very detailed yeah. ways and they wanted us to do it again via email I mean, yeah you know, we don't type for free we get paid for it so this is it, something this is our you know it's like being on a baseball team for a whole season and then after the season's over you email the coach and you're like how do i hit a baseball yeah how do I hit like, a baseball? Where's was, first base? What was I telling you the whole time? Yeah, you know? it's yeah, it's simple. You should you should know how to play baseball, and you should know how to play softball. If you don't, you shouldn't play. Right. Um, that's a different story. Um, so yeah, what are we going to talk about this week? What do you? This uh, week, the topic this week is it's a little bit different because uh, traditionally we've been talking about uh, two restaurants per week, but this week we're going to have a special episode on the topic of bodegas. Yeah, Franklin the, Avenue bodegas. Bodegas of Franklin Avenue. Yeah, and uh, what is a bodega for those that don't know? Uh, it's you know it's a store. You know, you and I are both in the south. They don't really, they're not really popular in the south. They're they're yeah. at least you know the south. In, they have Lil Champ. I, 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 don't, they, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know either of those are. <laughs> I believe you. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. The equivalent of 7-11s, Sure. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's a convenience store, but it's like a little like you know, it's not quite as they don't yeah. have quite as many things as convenience stores have, but they have. Right. They kind of have every everything. Uh, you know, uh, most important thing is they have you know a grill guy or a sandwich guy. They have a bunch of drinks, right. you know, beer, sodas, toilet paper, paper uh, towels, sodas, dog little food. Debbie cakes, yeah, um, candies, different sizes, sandwiches, uh, coffee. Sometimes they have a cat. They have cats to catch uh, rats or mice. Every bodega has a cat. By the way, not all. Some of the ones we'll talk about, I don't think have a cat, but many do. That's right. It's a common a common feature of bodegas. Right. And you have to wonder about bodegas that don't have a cat because if the cat's there to catch the mice, you know, what's the plan if you don't have a cat? Right. It's not good. There's either mice running around or there's poison around and neither is a good option if yeah. you're going to get food there. Yeah. It's, kinda, uh, it's, a, it's a charming thing to do with yeah. cats. Um, so I guess uh, my, my chief observation about bodegas on Franklin is you could divide bodegas into basically... Regular bodegas and fancy bodegas. Well, I, I agree. I think there's... Well, there's... How many fancy bodegas would you say there are? Well, there's kind of <laughs> different classes of fancy bodegas because there's, you know, 
There's there's regular bodegas, which is just basically a little corner store where mm-hmm. you get the things that we already discussed. Mm-hmm. And then there's like uh, when a neighborhood starts to get more and more upscale people moving in, some bodegas will basically just change their sign mm-hmm. and it'll say organic bodega. Yeah, that's the big thing is putting organic out. Organic. That's when you know a neighborhood right. switches a certain level. Of- but when you go inside, it's essentially the same. Nothing's much in changed. In some cases. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes the store will come in and build totally we change, change everything but often there's not yeah. a lot there's basic you know surface changes and a new sign that'll include organic right and there's really no indication of what might be organic in the bodega they often don't have like fresh produce they don't you know they might have like right. boar's head which i don't believe is organic no and they might have some bananas is a typical they have, thing they have some bananas usually yeah uh like single you know single serve bananas mm-hmm. that you can buy um but are have you, they have you ever bought a, have you ever bought a bandana oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely if you want a healthy, uh, you know, if you if you stop in the bodega and you want a healthy snack, mm-hmm. peanuts and bananas. At the same time, you get both? You get a banana, you get a pack of uh, unsalted peanuts. There's like $2 right there, you got a healthy snack, you know? That's true. Little Protein, t- potassium. Yeah. Um, so, so the, you know, those are sort of pseudo-fancy bodegas. Mm-hmm. That's basically a bodega that's the same bodega, but they want to charge more because they see that more upscale people are moving into the neighborhood. Yeah, they, yeah. And then there are some, in fact, that are, I would say, they do offer a little fancier stuff, you know. Yeah, they'll have, you know, mostly, you know, Amy's soup. Right. Different, you know. That's a, that's a, that's an indicator. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I look for. You find the Amy's soup. There's some, there's some that actually only sell, like, organic upscale stuff, and really you just want, like, a Twix you know, but you right. can't get a Twix. You have to get the the four dollar version yeah, have that's like, from some farm. Right. They'll have mm-hmm. like the locally grown, organically sourced yeah. chocolate with some sort of fancy natural peanut butter on the inside. Yeah. You don't, you don't, it's don't like always a, want that. The pendulum has swung too far. You want a good balance. I'd say like eighty five percent like fancy stuff, I and mean, like, but you still want like a little pile of junk food if, right. if that's what you're craving. So that's uh, you know, when you think of the bodegas on Franklin Avenue, mm-hmm. what is your favorite bodega? Uh, well, I have two. Uh, the first one, though, is the one that's closest to where I live. Mm-hmm. Broccoli Farm is really, really kind of stepped it up recently. and it's Broccoli Farm. Yeah. Sort of a super bodega, almost. I'd say it's a super bodega, and definitely closer to the fancier model than sort of yes. the standard one. Absolutely. It's sort of uh, it's sort of the kind of bodega that's almost a little tiny grocery store. Um, not quite. It's a grocery store with, like, two aisles. <laughs> yeah, and they always, you know, there's, you know, cereal, but they also have, like, like a mini meat section and, like, a right. cheese section. I think they have fresh produce up front. And yeah, they sell almond milk. They sell whatever sort of strange dietary requirements you have. Yeah. They can, they, they have the basics covered there for that. And they have the little juice bar. Broccoli they, Farm is sort of a, a the Walmart of fancy super bodegas because they it, have a little one of everything. It's yeah, it's definitely the closest thing to a Walmart that we have on Franklin Avenue. Yeah, I'd say they have um, flowers. They have flowers. This morning, uh, I went in there to get a, a breakfast sandwich, which is a new addition to their menu. But mm-hmm. a man asked me, "What kind of flowers did you bring with them to the hospital?" And I didn't really know, but I just told him the ones he had were fine. And I think they were. They were bright and colorful, and they were nice. He bought a jar for them as well. Um, but yeah, what what is your standard thing at Broccoli Farm? You get, you get a sandwich, you get a wrap. You know, uh, I don't really juice. get a lot of sandwiches at Broccoli Farm because they're like six or seven dollars, which to me is again, it's like one to two dollars too expensive. 
Okay. I will say Broccoli Farm is expensive. Like, don't be fooled. If you if you think that you can do your shopping, like yeah. your grocery shopping at Broccoli Farm, mm-hmm. you're going to pay the price. Because yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a sort of place where you, if you're walking in from work and you're right. tired and you need like one or two yeah. items or for a quick dinner, then you go there. Right. Some eggs, maybe, mm-hmm. or some almond milk, right. as I mentioned. You can also get, they have, uh, out, they put the old produce outside. Is that, is that true? I didn't know yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. So it's really cheap. The produce that's outside the store is really cheap because it's old and usually mm-hmm. it's like rotten. Maybe not rotten, but close, getting getting there. It's near you rotten, know? sure. But if you want some really low-priced produce, you can get it outside as long as you're going to eat it right away. Um, know. I've never bought produce there before or at any bodega, so this is good. This is yeah, information for me. If you get the produce inside, um, it's more expensive, but it's probably not rotten. So. Hmm. That's the trade-off you have to consider. Um, what do you get at Broccoli Farm? Well, now they've they've recently added like two like base like George Foreman grills where they have for making egg sandwiches in the morning, which huh. has been like the one thing they've been missing. They've been open for like a year yeah. and a half, I'd say, and they haven't had breakfast sandwiches until maybe two months ago. And it's just like you have to walk. For me, I had to walk probably four more blocks. Just, there were two of the yeah. bodegas, but they were halal, so they didn't serve real bacon. So I had to get yeah. another two blocks of the one Brooklyn Deli, which is also one of my favorites, and they serve bacon, but it was like you pork only i demand pork, pork. not yeah. only pork i want eggs and cheese in there too i don't right. want a you know sandwich of just pork um but you don't want to some mornings you don't want to walk four blocks for a sandwich you want to walk right you know, i live i won't say exactly how far i live from it but closer than four right. blocks um so that's been great and they're, they're pretty good at it you know at first there's a little few hiccups with the sandwiches but now they're, they're solid mm-hmm. um you know i'd say they're, they're slightly more expensive than your average bodega yeah. uh, breakfast sandwich but you know you can get a bacon egg and cheese one with extra bacon uh, and a large coffee for $6.90. Wow. Not, not too bad. Not bad. Considering it's extra bacon. And the extra bacon, I think, is $0.75. Cents, yeah. Right, you know. One complaint I have about Broccoli Farm is that when they open, they have like a whiteboard, you know, oh, yeah. by the by the entrance. Mm-hmm. And it says, write down what you want us to carry. Mm-hmm. But I question, I don't believe that they've ever gotten anything that I wrote on that whiteboard. What have you written on there? I'm always curious. I wrote Noosa Plain Yogurt. Plain but, Noosa yogurt because what is Noosa yogurt? Is that a brand or like a type of yogurt? Noosa yogurt is a brand of yogurt. It's like the best kind of yogurt. This is better. What's the phage? What's the shit you always Faye. talking about? Faye is very good. It's like the it's like the best Greek yogurt, but Noosa isn't really Greek yogurt. It's like Australian yogurt, so oh. it's very thick and kind of tangy. I recommend it. Anybody who hasn't tried it, but uh, it you know a lot of places only carry the flavored you know, so it's like dessert. It's full of sugar. And so you just want the plain stuff. I just want the plain stuff. Do you add fruit to it or anything? You just eat it plain. You can put in uh, walnuts. You can put in uh, berries, bananas, whatever you want to mix in there, you know. But it's not full of sugar. So they've, they've how many times have you requested this this yogurt from I them? think I wrote it on there once or twice and then I gave up because I wasn't seeing any results. You should talk to them in person maybe or, you know, you should, you know, write on the wall and then... Or maybe they'll listen to this podcast and then... Maybe they'll listen to this podcast. What's it called again? Noosa. Noosa. Noosa Plain. yogurt is something. I've, I've never been in anything in there. Although... Plain specifically, though. That's the key. Yeah. Is there anything else you've, you've requested from them? No, I think I, I just I just gave up. Have you ever seen any success <laughs> with, with the requests? I don't know. You know, I've seen people, lots of people written on there. And I don't know if anything's been added afterwards. I haven't noticed any successes. But yeah. I, I will say one thing that they do there is they're not afraid to change things up. You go in there and you go, I want to get my cereal that I bought here before. And you mm-hmm. go to the place with the cereals and it's not there anymore. They've moved yeah. to some other aisles. You have to kind of walk around there. It's always, yeah. I don't know if they do that on purpose, you know, to kind of keep you fresh, keep you sharp. So you come in there, it's like, yeah. you know. 
There's nothing uh, wrong with switching things up once in a while because you get a little tour of the store. You but know, it can be disconcerting sometimes. And yeah. If you're in a rush, and you're like, I want to get this one item, it's not there. The other thing is the front door. I don't know if you noticed this, but yeah, every time I go there, you think you need to pull it. Yeah, but you got to push it. Yeah, or maybe vice versa. It's reversed. Whichever way, it's yeah. something with that door is off. Every time I go there, it confuses me. It's very tricky. Yeah, and you would think that living in the neighborhood after a while, you'd figure it out, but actually, you really don't. It's, Maybe I should write that fix your door on the, uh, good, the thing. That could be an excellent suggestion. Yeah. I actually have, you know, I, since we do podcasts, I don't know, you ever listen to like Car Talk? You know that show Car I, Talk? I know Car Talk, yeah. And they would have a like a teaser, a brain teaser, you know, or sure. like a riddle yeah. in the show. How fast are cars? Yeah, like a mystery, a little something that the audience can think about. Mm-hmm. And I have one of those actually for Broccoli Farm. Okay. A story. Because, uh, you know, one thing that I like to eat sometimes is English muffins. Sure. To uh, make uh, breakfast sandwiches, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the best kind of English muffins, Thomas's English muffins, mm-hmm. sort of the standard, the gold standard. Right. You find them in every grocery store. Yeah, they're everywhere. But at Broccoli Farm, they often had the problem that we touched on earlier is that you can only find the organic, the yeah. expensive, fancy kind of English muffin mm-hmm. that's not as good. It's more expensive. It's just you don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've, I've been disappointed several times when I wanted to get English muffins at Broccoli Farm. Mm-hmm. They only had the expensive ones. And then one time I went in there not too long ago, and I was thinking I need some English muffins. And... We looked on the shelf, and there was one package of Thomas's English muffins Whoa. available for sale. And this is the Riddler part. The regular Thomas's English muffins that you find in the grocery store mm-hmm. are bagged in a plastic bag yeah, and with then a with, a, tie, with a tie yeah. on it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how Thomas's English muffins are sold. Sure. This, at Broccoli Farm, suddenly they had one package of Thomas's, and it was not in the plastic bag but it was like shrink wrapped in plastic how do you know it was Thomas's because it says Thomas's it says oh, wait like, so it's shrink huh it's just like it's like in clear plastic in huh. clear plastic but it was definitely not what Thomas's is sold in and there was only one did you buy it I did buy it was and I any, ate it. Was, and any, was it. was Did it taste fresher? I did not notice any problems, but I had to like, I had my suspicions of like, is this like somebody boosted some Thomases and then they sort of repackaged them? Yeah. It's, is it like bootleg, is it counterfeit Thomas, counterfeit muffin? Yeah. Counterfeit Thomases, another possibility. Like, how is it that they came to have one package of Thomases and it was not in the plastic bag, but it was in shrink wrap plastic. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes with bodegas, you'll get things that'll have you know different languages on them. You know, I, I once bought Head and Shoulders, and I used it for like two or three weeks, and my hair was just like greasy afterwards. And I was like, "Why isn't this working?" I thought it was like counterfeit. But what is this? It's like fall off a truck somewhere, and they mislabeled it or something. Yeah. And it turned out it was conditioner. My friend read it, and so there was like several weeks where I was just using conditioner. And I thought I was. Did it say of, conditioner on that? Yeah, it did. I just didn't read it carefully. So uh, hard to blame that one on the bodega, really. No, that was my own fault. But yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't your standard labeled one. It looked a little bit different. So, um, but anyway, yeah. I, you know, broccoli farm is the same. Same problem with tortillas. I don't have like the good tortilla yeah. thing by grocery store. They have like some kind of fancy kind, which is too right. small for burrito, but too big for a taco. Yeah. But otherwise, I'd say it's a very good place. I'd say you know, yeah. A minus. I'd say overall, very yeah. friendly there. And you know the the bodega the regular bodegas on the on the next couple blocks I feel bad for because when Broccoli Farm went in that's a big challenge to their business. You well, know? you know I see the guy from the one on uh, I guess Dean and Franklin mm-hmm. 
he comes into the to broccoli farm a lot. He comes in there and he buys things. And sometimes I can't tell if he's like buying to restock things that are short on, or if he's just wow. like buying stuff he likes. Maybe he likes the fancy muffins or whatever it is. But he's uh, he's in there. You know, yeah. I'd say seen him probably three or four times walking down that. That's just the, the small time that I've happened to, to have been walking that block and see him. Yeah, so because there is regular bodegas on the next two corners down mm-hmm. from Broccoli Farm and. I know the one on uh, Bergen Street. They actually redid their sign, and uh, and uh, you know they got new floors and stuff. Yeah. Same stuff for sale, but, but the presentation is now they they upgraded the presentation to yeah. compete with Broccoli Farm. It's much different. Yeah, they used to have like sort of the standard like not quite like enclosed in like a glass thing, but like some plexiglass like right. handy behind it. They kind of shifted that over. Dirty plexiglass. Like, yeah, it's a little bit now nicer it's, now. It's clean and. I've yeah. uh, I've bought nothing in a new one. I really went to the other one either because there was one closer to me. But yeah. it seems like the same people are there. Yeah, and they, they were. You know, they were nice. But you hate to see the small, the small bodega businessman driven out of business. You know. Well, here's the thing. I think that you know the 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 basic bodegas, the ones that were been there, maybe had a different sign added. They're the place you want to go for things like toilet paper, paper towels, or yeah. beer, or soda, because you know broccoli farm, you know, or a rule of uh, like the standard cheap toilet paper is like a dollar twenty nine. You go to a bodega, yeah. it's a dollar. Just right. don't, don't worry about tax. You yeah. give a dollar. Yeah. You want to buy Lucy's cigarettes? You go to a basic place. I yeah. think there's you know a whole market of things that right. the fancy places will never try to get into. And then honestly, you know, I, I really bought like chips or anything. Maybe if I was really hungry, I'd get like a packet of you know yeah. something there. But um, so I, I think they'll be fine. They, they haven't you know I go I go into the one yeah. on Dean a lot. It still seems crowded. It's just yeah. thing, things are happening in there. I think the whole bodega business model is is you're the store for only one square block of mm-hmm. New York City. You right. know, one square block of New York City has enough people in it to support one bodega. So as long as you can maintain the people on your own block come into your store, you should be all right. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't a, have, I'm not basing that on any facts. I'm just well. The only facts is the. I mean that on Bergen. I mean, frankly, between Bergen and Dean, there's been two bodegas for I don't know how many years, but they both stayed yeah. in business, and one you know That's recently right. stepped up and did some renovations. So obviously, even just two stores in one That's block right. is enough. The I, money's I love, still coming in. Yeah, they're they're still breaking in. They're they're okay. What uh, about uh, Brooklyn Deli? Do you have an opinion on Brooklyn? The Bro- Deli? Brooklyn Deli, I think, is is one of my favorite restaurants on Franklin. Uh, they have pretty good like lunch sandwiches. You know, you can get like a standard turkey or whatever. Yeah, cheesesteak if you want. Cheesesteaks aren't great, but they're good enough. Um, You've gotten a cheesesteak at Brooklyn? Yeah. Day? Well, I've never gotten one. My brother once got a cheesesteak and I ate some of his and it was pretty good. And right. I think I went there one one night, maybe when I was drunk, I went there another place and I had a cheesesteak. You know, they're fine. Like, yeah. if you really want that, you can get it. I haven't had a burger there, but I'm sure it's whatever. I like Brooklyn Deli. They have, they're one of the only bodegas that has English muffins available for really? egg and cheese in mm-hmm. the morning. Yeah. You know, a lot of bodegas you have to sell for a roll. Right. Which is to me is too much bread. Well, they have, well, yeah, you're, you're weird about too much bread. They have, they have bagels and I think they have. I may mean, have wraps there. I don't know. I've never asked. But I've mm-hmm. seen the tort- I've gotten an English muffin there before. Um, I always get a bagel there. I get an everything bagel, a whole wheat bagel there. Yeah. For a good egg sandwich in the morning. And the people that work at Brooklyn Deli is exceptionally Top friendly. Match. Yeah. They're, Would you agree? They're as good as it gets, I yeah. think. The, the woman behind the counter is usually there. She's yeah. great, very friendly. She's kind of a pillar of the community, I would say, just based on being nice. She's definitely one of the funniest people on all of Franklin Avenue. Yeah. I'd say for sure, and very efficient, quick. You know, always. You know, if, if it's busy, she's like works to everyone politely and friendly and helpful and gets everything done quickly. Doesn't right. doesn't linger with conversation beyond like normal, nice small yeah. talk. Um, if the apocalypse came to Franklin Avenue, she would be one of the people like organizing people and trying to keep everything together sure. and not let society fall apart. She would. She would do that. But you can't say for every bodega owner. 
not to name No, names. I mean, yeah, it's hard to imagine some of the other Rodeo owners really stepping up in a time of crisis and yeah. leading the way and, you know... Yeah. Some of them might hoard their goods, I don't know, but I, I think she would share and, you know... Yeah. You know, or at least charge a reasonable price for, yeah. the, for the necessities. Um, and the grill guy is also really nice and very good, and he's there yes. six days a week, I believe. It's... You can, you can tell this because when you go there on a Sunday to get a sandwich and there's it all at the line yeah Sunday guy's fine but yeah. you can't really you just really notice the value of the other guy the regular right. guy when the, when his replacement steps in it's yeah. like you know it's a huge difference yeah I mean if you're and they get a lot of uh, you know the dude who's the grill guy at at Brooklyn Deli you know he's like a full time grill guy like mm-hmm. he's doing food all day yeah. because they have a steady flow of food yeah. customers yeah. You know? they're, they're busy from like I, seven to like you know two or three until right. lunch hour guys there's always a little you know a couple people there there are some bodegas that have the little uh, deli counter but just the dude who's working there will just go mm-hmm. and like cut the meat or whatever you know and how how much practice does he have making sandwiches really maybe yeah. not that much and I also don't like you know it's, it's it's fine usually but I don't like someone if you work in the registry you shouldn't be making sandwiches it's like there's too much overlap yeah. and contamination and if one one customer that asks that has anything more than a basic request they throw the whole process of, uh, off yeah. and it's yeah it's, it's tough it's true and uh, the a good example of the uh, sort of pseudo upscale organic deli is like another what block or two down from brooklyn deli on the corner that there's a big bodega uh that says like organic bodega on it yeah there's well there's the places like organic market where it's like more yeah. of like it's like it's like more like broccoli farm but they didn't i think they'd have like sandwiches if we're thinking of the same place it's probably yeah. thinking of the same place there's one place that has like an entire like walls like beer and it's also like fancy food stuff in there well no this place isn't fancy this place is like just big and it does have a deli counter. Oh, I, I know the you one know you're talking, talking about. about. Lots of glass windows right. up front. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the one. Yeah, we don't know what that one's called, but right. it's. I, I think it's called organic something. You know, if you're a listener, I mean, this is this is a fun opportunity for you to explore Franklin Avenue and find yeah. what the place e- we're talking e- about. What's email it called? us the name uh, tcbrumman at gmail or hamilton uh, at gawker.com. Yeah. Let us know the name of it, and we'll we'll write you an email back. Yeah. Um, a, a nice, a nice email. Yeah, we'll say more than that. Yeah, but it'll be a surprise. <laughs> it'll be a surprise in the email, but that place is fine. Yeah. I, you know, I've only got a few sandwiches, and I had you know because it's it's the block one block north of the Crown Inn, which is a bar I occasionally go to, and that's yeah. usually where I'll go if I'm like you know really drunk and hungry. I'll stop there. Yeah, um, seems like just based on your stories that bodega owners deal with drunk customers a lot. Late at night, yeah. I mean, I, I went to when I went to that place, I got a cheesesteak, and I was like, "What kind of?" Se-? I actually asked to see the seasoning that he used in the cheesesteak. So I was so drunk, and I felt bad. So I questioned, I questioned his professionalism, which I thought was a faux pas. But at the time, I was like, "I don't want to get burned by a bad yeah. cheesesteak." It was pretty good. So yeah. that, you know, the lesson is trust, trust them, uh, because yeah, you know, they're, they're professional sandwich makers. Who was I to come in there and drunkly demand to see evidence that this was yeah, going to be mean, a good cheesesteak? I would say that's over the line. Yeah, across the line. I apologize, that guy. Um, <laughs> And then as you go as you go down Franklin Avenue more toward Eastern Parkway, you know there's there's several more bodegas of more like the the standard bodega type, you know, just the the straight up old mm-hmm. school bodega. Almost every block, I don't know if I don't think every block has a bodega, but nearly every block. They kind of thin out. If you get near Eastern Avenue, there's not one in the two blocks before that. But there's like a, there's like a handful right around yeah. that I don't go to because usually I go to, you know, if I'm going north to like the sea line then right. i'll just you know go to broccoli farm or i'll go to like one of the ones on right. on um what's that street fulton <laughs> i go around there 
Uh, yeah. But if I'm going south, usually by the time I get down to the train, if I'm taking the three, or go down to yeah, Eastern, yeah. I've already passed a couple that I know and trust people right. there. And I, you know, it's you know, once you have your Bodega, you don't want to. You don't trust the uh, the other the, why, the yeah. unfamiliar Bodega. Yeah, it's not going to be that much different. I, I can't imagine it that much better or worse than. No, I would say bodega. I've been to pretty much every Bodega on Franklin, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's none that are so bad that I would tell you not to go in there. You know. Sure, I'm sure they're all fine. I'm sure they're all pretty much fine to very good. And, yeah. You know, and uh, they don't all have Diet Mountain Dew. If you're do looking, any and, and have Diet Mountain Dew? There Day. are, but yes. Uh, I can't remember which ones off the top of my head. Right. But if you walk the length of Franklin Avenue and went mm-hmm. in every bodega, you could purchase a Diet Mountain Dew at some point. You know? What's well, funny? Cause you, you know, I've, I've been to your apartment a few times. You, you had like little get-togethers there, and I wanted to bring, you know, I was yeah. bringing beer, and I wanted to bring you a Diet Mountain Dew to be yeah. polite, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, you know, I've very, noticed it in Manhattan. I yeah. found it. It's you know some of the places in Soho and your fancy areas will right. carry diet not to do to, yeah, to cater kind of, to the European clients and whatnot, but not right. so much in. It's a connoisseur's in, drink, and I mean that's one thing that uh, that the rest of America with all the Seven Elevens mm-hmm. has on New York is that if you go in a standard gas station mm-hmm. by the side of the highway anywhere in America, you mm-hmm. can find Diet Mountain Dew, right? No problem, right? You know, Diet Dr Pepper, whatever you want. Diet Dr Pepper. The other day I went into. Uh, Broccoli Farm, they had Diet Cherry Coke, which I never had before. It's pretty good. But they don't have any more. I went back to the day to look for it again. It was like a one-time really? thing. It but flew off the shelves, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I bought it all or if yeah. someone else bought it, but it's, it's no longer there. It seems like there's a pattern at Broccoli Farm of, of goods just showing up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and then you never see them again. It's exciting, though. You know, why? what, what is yeah. life... If you, everything's where you expected it in right. life, it's not fun. What's the point? It's true. You maybe they you, fell off the truck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. There was not to, not to. Well, we we won't say anything. We don't want to. We don't want to get lawyers involved. This uh, is, a, you know, this no. is a controversy. It's a family show. A law-abiding show. Things um, fall off trucks sometimes. What can, you know? Yeah, sometimes they fall off trucks, and you sell it, and then when it's, it's gone, it's gone. That's what entrepreneurialism is all that's about. That's what built this country. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's um, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. You know, other bodegas. You know, there, there's a few other things that are like there's like a few that are like fancy mini grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that's organic that has like a wooden facade up front and yeah, there's like yeah. the other glass one by the pulp and the bean all the way down yeah there's uh there's there's like a a sliding scale between grocery store and bodega mm-hmm. you know and there's the whole there's the whole spectrum of right. franklin ave like some of them like the one almost down by the pulp and the bean is like closer to a grocery store yeah, a grocery than store. a bodega sure but it's not a grocery not store. Not a grocery store. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's... It's like a one-quarter size grocery store. Yeah, you'd go there if you're making, like, more of an elaborate meal, but you, like, didn't have time to, to go to the extra three blocks, like the full grocery yeah. store. Basically, the whole bodega business model is you pay extra to not have to walk one sure. extra block right. to get something. Right, which is, I, I think, usually worth it. If it's 50 cents more for something, yeah. and if you don't need, especially if you don't have any serious dietary restrictions and you're yeah. not, you know, too picky, you can find mostly what you need at a uh, bodega. Yeah, and that sense, bodegas were sort of the original, you know, like all the, all the, all the business press likes to write about Amazon and delivering things with drones and things like that. But the bodega is almost the original delivery except that they deliver it just to basically the corner or whatever. Block yeah. They, they disrupted the grocery store market they by did. just being closer. Yeah. So, you know, next time business journalists are looking for a story, look for the original story. Right. If they're doing a history or timeline of right. you know, tech news or, you know, whatever, not just the flashy new thing. Not not Twitter, or Snapchat, or whatever. You know, go yeah. back to, to to the beginning. Yeah, bodegas. Bodegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other bodega highlights or stories you have to? 
nothing springs to mind, you know. Uh, if I had to pick, let's let's each say what our favorite item. If you could go into a bodega and buy one item, what would it be? And I'm gonna tell you mine. Okay, you can go first. Because I've reaffirmed this recently is a little Debbie snack cake. You know. Uh, that's a good pick. I've never had a little, little Debbie snack cake that's before. Unbelievable to it's, me. It's, there's a lot of like. Uh, like treats like things like that like candies yeah. that I didn't eat growing as a kid I was not really big into sweets so yeah. like I've kind of rediscovered things a little bit late but yeah. uh, it could also be a tasty cake I've had a tasty cake those are solid they're very similar how, how often would you say you're pretty healthy you know or you, a hostess cake also you, similar you eat pretty healthy generally yeah. but how, how often would you say you, you go in there and get a little, little Debbie uh, you know whenever I feel the urge because you have to live a little sometimes it's true well, you know yeah, I, I agree mean, what would be your uh, choice for top bodega item? Uh, for me, and this is one thing that Broccoli Farm excels in and has so far been consistent uh, in carrying this item, is I get gummy bears and you know, Hasbro products. I get. Some, I usually go in there by two or three mm. packets at a time, keep them for a long time. Like right now, I have some uh, peaches in my Did freezer. Did you say Hasbro? How do you say it? Not I think Hasbro. it's Haribo. Haribo. That's right. Hasbro's a toy. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, that threw me off a little bit. Yeah, man. sorry. I, buy, I, buy, <laughs> I, buy, I, buy, I go in there, I buy toys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Haribo, yeah. The, uh, the the gummy brand, not the toy manufacturer. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I buy usually a pack of like sour ones and mm-hmm. some sort of like they have like weird cherry ones or peach ones. I buy one of those, and then I'll buy the standard, just like gummy bears. Right. And I usually get those and keep them for a while. You like so, the whole variety. Yeah, you like to have a you know late you know if you're, you're hanging out at home and you're watching movies and you just want to eat some gummy bears. How long does so. it take you to go through one pack of Haribo? Depends, you know, if it's like a Friday and like I'm hanging out at home and having a couple drinks and you know. Yeah. What. Binging on a Netflix show, I can eat an entire package in one night. But generally, yeah. I'd say like a package will last me around a week. Right. Yeah. It's probably better. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that I think that that, that covers all the, the bodega news on Food of Franklin, as far as we know. Right. Uh, we're always open for you know, reader submissions, and if someone wants to, you know, record an audio file and send it to it, we'll probably won't listen to it. But you know, no, we'll, we'll, we probably play it blind. We'll, and just to give uh, to give readers an update on our celebrity guest, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about having different celebrity guests on this show mm-hmm. and reaching out to celebrities. Celebrities reaching out to us mm-hmm. to be on the show. And uh, I guess, you know, I would just say I don't want to disclose any more on that at this time. Yeah, I think we've said as much as we can say Yeah. right now with with things that are happening. We can't... Stay tuned. We can't divulge much more. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Things are in motion. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think that concludes the fourth episode of Food and Franklin. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, Thanks for listening. Tell all your friends. Yeah, spread the word. Subscribe on iTunes. Share it on Facebook. You know... uh, Publish on your website. That's it. Adios.